The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Rochelle Reynolds, founder and artistic director of Quarter Century Theatre, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Diana Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Quarter Century Theatre is proud to present a double feature, Miss Julie and a Doll's House, scheduled from May the 4th to the 11th at QCT Studio, located at 19 Fourth Line in Collingwood. If you love mystery, intrigue, and passion, you will enjoy this QCT version on this haunting masterpiece with August Stringberg's Miss Julie, set in 1940s with a soulful southern twist. Followed by Henrik Ibsen's A Doll's House, a live-action sitcom reminiscing the I Love Lucy era, set in the 1950s. Both plays follow two female protagonists who need to fight against male oppression for their freedom. Written in the 1800s, these two plays are still relevant today with the Me Too movement. Joining me in the studio is founder and artistic director of Quarter Century Theatre, Rochelle Reynolds. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only truly local radio. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Get ready for a double feature with Quarter Century Theatres, Miss Julie and a Doll's House. Scheduled from May the 4th to the 11th at QCT Studio, located at 19 Fourth Line in Collingwood. I'm delighted to have back on the show founder and artistic director, Rochelle Reynolds. So nice to see you again. Thank you. Yes, I'm always so happy to be here. So QCT is featuring two shows, Miss Julie and a Doll's House. Tell us about this production, written in 1800, however still relevant today with the Me Too movement. Yes, yes. So each of these plays are uh, their own separate thing. So what we're doing is we're combining two plays uh, entirely into one production. So the first one is Miss Julie, and it's by August Strindberg, who was a very uh, famous, prolific playwright in his time. Uh, And it's basically all about... Um, one woman's journey to overcome oppression, to uh, break free of sort of the the shackles, the proverbial shackles that she lives in, um, and and to try and strike it out on on her own um, as an independent uh, person who who isn't, you know, who doesn't need to. Um, be the property of any particular man in particular. Um, so she's a very young woman. Uh, she lives with her father, who is her, uh, you know, patriarchal figure and everything. And uh, as an act of re- rebellion, she decides to seduce um, a servant of hers, <laughs> which is very salacious and, and unexpected. And particularly in, in the 1800s, this was something that you just didn't talk about, right? Wow. This was not a, a thing. Um, so anyway, this... this uh, 
torrid affair takes place and everything, and uh, the servant turns out to be basically just as bad as, as her father in terms of wanting to possess her and everything. So she has to make a choice. Is she going to stay in this situation and, and uh, have her reputation ruined and all this stuff, or is she going to you know, make a drastic change? And that's what the, the play really explores. Um, then A Doll's House is written by Henrik Ibsen, who uh, is another very famous playwright of, of that time, perhaps more well-known than Strindberg, actually. Um, and it tells the story of Nora. And Nora is a lovely, pleasant um, housewife who uh, has a, you know, happy home, happy marriage, all of that stuff. Um, and then a little thing uh, sort of comes to, to bite her. Basically, she uh, pre prior to when the play takes place, um, she... Uh, has to take some action. She has to um, take some legal action to save her family from from financial ruin. Um, has to forge a signature, which doesn't seem like a big deal at the time. It comes back uh, a few years later to to um, uh, you know rear its ugly head, and uh, the whole home life gets exploded because she does something that's illegal. She you know forges a signature. That's something that she's not supposed to do. Um, and her husband casts her out of doors. So it explores what happens with that, how she handles that situation, how does this um, horrible situation get resolved. Um, so each of these stories really is about uh, these women battling against circumstances that are really uh, much bigger than, than each of them. Um, and that's why it's still relevant today. I mean, uh, perhaps these particular situations don't seem uh, like something that we can really relate to, but I think every woman can relate to this idea of, um, you know, divorcing yourself of of the the label that you've been given like you are daughter of this person or you are sister of this person you are mother of of this person it's really hard for women to actually develop their own identities as their own independent people a lot of the time and i think that's that's something that's very universal and, and very important to still discuss so you're talking about these two women so who are the main characters right. in these stories so in miss julie it is uh miss julie yeah. <laughs> that's the title <laughs> character and in adult house it is Nora Helmer so those okay. are the the two characters they're both being played by um, Kayla Whalen who's a wonderful actor from Toronto so she's taking on both of these roles in one <laughs> oh wow yeah. really yeah oh my goodness that's fantastic mm -hmm. so you mentioned how playwrights were sworn enemies and used to write their plays to mm -hmm. one up each other can you elaborate yes so uh, <laughs> basically uh, Henrik Ibsen and August Strindberg hated each other they they uh, they each thought that the other was a terrible writer. They they each hated um, the other's idea of what theater and, and playwriting was all about. So every time they wrote a play, um, it was basically in response to, to the one that had been written previously by the opposing playwright. So um, in this in uh, the actual history, A Doll's House came first and Miss Julie was the answer to that. Um, so we have reversed those. We're, we're, we're presenting Miss Julie first and, and A Doll's House second. Um, I I guess I'm doing that just to make um, keep the enemies yeah, going. Yeah, just to <laughs> fuel that rivalry even more. Um, but I think it's just a fascinating bit of theater history. It's it's. I mean, both of these playwrights are so accomplished, and they were way ahead of their times in in what they wrote about, and um, they had such you know such brilliant minds. And I just think it's crazy that they were you know so petty with each other. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so cute. So. 
having said that, tell us how these two classic stories are being transformed by quarter century theater. Right. So, um, as always, quarter century theater is all about uh, changing expectations and and presenting uh, presenting the thing that you uh, that you expect to see the least, basically. So, one of the biggest challenges which, with each of these pieces was, of course, adapting them into one show. Um, so what we have done is uh, we've abridged each of the texts. So so while they are still the the stories, like the stories have still been preserved, um, they've been shortened down. Characters have been um, eliminated or reinterpreted in different ways. Um, uh, and the major thing that we've done is we, we have changed the time and place of each of the stories. So both of these plays were originally written in the 1800s and set in the 1800s. Um, our version of Miss Julie takes place in New Orleans in, ni- in the 1940s um, and very much capitalizes on um, that film noir, um, uh, romantic sort of feel like like what you get from A Streetcar Named Desire or Gone with the Wind or um, The Maltese Falcon, that sort of thing. Um, and then... A Doll's House has been adapted into a 1950s sitcom, just like I Love Lucy, and quite literally is is that. <laughs> we'll talk about that yes. part here. So joining me in the studio is founder and artistic director of Quarter Century Theatre, Rochelle Reynolds. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaga Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, print, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaga Beach area. Beach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest, Rochelle Reynolds. So, Rochelle, I understand Doll's House, we just talked about a little bit earlier, is a live-action sitcom reminiscing the famous I Love Lucy. Yes. So what is it that it's so similar? <laughs> so um, when you think of a Doll's House, you definitely don't think of a 1950s sitcom. It's a very dense and very heavy play. So that's why um, this adaptation is so special and, and why I'm so excited about it. Um, uh, we all know that comedy is one of the best uh, ways to um, access and, and and talk about uh, difficult subject matter. It's one of the the best ways to um, uh, you know make people understand what what it is uh, that you're really shining a light on. So I really leaned into this. Um, uh, basically, um, this is my own interpretation of an idea that was explored by a friend of mine. So a friend of mine from university um, wrote this incubator project that was his versions of a doll's house as um, as a 50s sitcom. And it was it was just sort of like his little pilot thing. Um, I played Nora in it, um, and I absolutely fell in love with the concept. I, I At first, I didn't understand it. I was like, what are we doing here? This is not the doll's house I signed up for. Um, but once once we got into rehearsal and once I saw his vision coming together, I was like, this this is brilliant. What a what a 
an ingenious way and a charming way to, um, you know, take this museum piece, this ancient piece of theater that, um, you know, is is so intimidating on so many levels and really break down all those barriers and, and um, represent it in a, in a new and exciting way. So um, when I was taking on uh, this project for myself, I reached out to him. I said, hey, um, you know, I would really love to, uh, you know, take the concept that you explored and, and expand on it. And he said, yes, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to see that happen. So um, that's really been fun. And it's been great for me to um, adapt it myself and, and, and really take uh, his concept and the original play and really morph it into my own special creation. So I'm really excited about it. I think people will be very, very surprised and, and, and very, uh, very into it. <laughs> Sounds great. So you are directing this play. How are rehearsals going? Rehearsals are going fine. Um, we we haven't had very many yet. Uh, we go heavy into into rehearsal. Um, I in in you know a couple weeks from now or a week or two from now. Um, so we have met. We've talked about everything. We've read through the scripts. Um, and really, I've just sent everybody off now to to um, do their homework and and come back and and be ready to build. It. So it's it's exciting that way. I'm working with two really really fantastic actors. I'm I'm uh, thrilled to be bringing them into the quarter century theater family, and I'm I'm really really excited about the work that they're going to showcase. And having said that, tell us about some of the actors that are participating. Sure, I mean, you're giving us a taste there. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So one of the key things to my adaptations of this show or of these two shows is um, uh, each of them is is being presented um, only with two actors. So uh, that's that's one of the special flavors that we've uh, thrown into the mix. So um, Kayla Whalen, who I mentioned earlier, uh, is playing Miss Julie and Nora. Um, she's a fabulous actor who uh, is from Aurora originally, but is Toronto-based now. Um, she's done all sorts of stuff. Recently, she's just come back um, from a, a gig in Florida, so that's very exciting. Nice. Um, she's off auditioning in Vancouver right now, so <laughs> like she's she's a really really exciting. Um, uh, artist to have on board, and then Tony Ofori is playing Jean in Miss Julie and um, uh, Torvald in in uh, in a doll's house. And I've actually known him since uh, we were about eleven years old. We were in the same conservatory training program together. He's gone on to do some fabulous stuff. He's been on shows like Supergirl. He's done um, uh, shows at the Tarragon Theater and and um, uh, Theater Pass Mariah and everything. Yeah, he's a he's a really really accomplished artist in his own right as well. And where are all the costumes coming from? Because you're, you're, you're having like a, sort of an era there. We sure are. Um, I am sourcing those at the moment, so <laughs> they, they remain to be seen. Um, it's because there are two shows in one, They basically the costumes need to transform from one era into another, so um, some of the stuff we may have to build, other things um, I'm, I'm just going to, you know, buy where, wherever I can find them. I've been searching little, uh, you know, vintage shops and, and things, and um, uh, but it's going to be great. I, I can't wait to, to see them in their in their lovely 40s and 50s garb. <laughs> oh, that's fabulous. What a, what a beautiful fashion era. Mm-hmm. So where can we find where people can purchase tickets? So uh, we really encourage online sales. So you can find all of that at our website, which is qctheater.ca. Um, if you're afraid of the internet or you don't know how to buy tickets online, then that's fine. Um, you can give us a call at 705-607-7056 to reserve an advance. 
events, or you can purchase at the door. However, we we discourage that because seats are filling up quickly, so we don't know if there's going to be enough room, um, and the the price is much higher. So uh, if you buy in advance, it's twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wait until the door, then it's forty. So oh, we really okay. want you to to uh, to commit in advance. Advance <laughs> tickets are the way to go. Mm-hmm. So in partnership with Clearview Community Theater, QCT offers workshops. Can you explain? Yes, yes. So um, uh, I have been an actor with Clearview Community Theater for a couple of years, and that's been really wonderful. And recently I've transitioned into more of a a teaching capacity. So um, this year's workshop series has been all about building the ensemble, uh, because as as people in the area may be aware, Clearview Community Theater does really, really large-scale musicals with lots of ensemble work. So um, we've been doing a a lot of fun exploration um, as as a large group and in smaller groups. Um, it's been really great actually watching uh, watching them come together because um, Clearview Community Theatre is a very tight-knit uh, group to begin with, but it's been really interesting watching them learn to trust each other on a new level, learn learn to um, collaborate with each other in, in, in a new way. Uh, so it's been very rewarding doing that. This is my second year running that series. I'm hoping that this will continue. Um, aside from that, I, I do uh, my own teaching as well. So I do uh, workshops through Quarter Century Theatre. Most recently, we did one on uh, uh, classical scene studies. So Shakespeare, which was very fun, nice. um, and I also help out with uh, with Theater Collingwood's programming. Um, and uh, I'm getting more and more involved with the Collingwood Youth Centre as well, so I've been helping them out with uh, with some projects that, that they've got on the go. So tell us a little bit about uh, Quarter Century Theatre, because you've been here now for a few years. You were saying like three years? Yes, three years. Oh, three years already. So yeah. tell us about the, the company. Well, uh, we've, we've definitely transformed. So um, when we started, our mandate was all about bringing bold, exciting, contemporary theatre to the area. And that is something that has definitely continued. Um, but we have really found our own in our original adaptations. So last year, um, we did two totally original creations. One was um, a just a very interesting vision quest I called it um, because it, it really was it came from nothing and, and we built everything from the ground up it included um, original music original dance um, uh, original theater poetry you name it it was in it um, so that was very very fun and then from that we uh, we did a play that I had written a few years ago that I sort of dusted off the shelves and we sort of changed it up a little bit so we turned it into um, a film theater hybrid so half of it was told on stage and the other half was uh, told through film which was very exciting so we've really landed into this niche of um, mixing media um, pushing the envelope through original creation and and really bringing new ideas to the table so um, Miss Juliana Doll's house is no exception yes they are plays that previously existed but they certainly never existed the way that we're doing them so very nice well thank you Rochelle for being my guest and wishing you all the best of success with QCT double feature Miss Juliana Doll's house scheduled from May the 4th to the 11th at QCT studio look at a 19th fourth line in Collingwood Thank you so much. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach.
Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Rochelle Reynolds for being my guest. Be sure to catch Quarter Century Theater Double Bill with Miss Julie and a Doll's House scheduled from May the 4th to the 11th at QCT Studio. They'll get a 19 fourth line in Collingwood. For tickets and showtimes, go to qctheater.ca or call 705-607-7056. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Dinah Chickie. Beach Corner is broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from our homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and can be seen on Wasaga Beach TV at Beach Talk. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at BeachBooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster.